This is Daizenshu EX, the podcast, episode 81 for the week of June 10th, 2007. Welcome to Daizenshu EX, the podcast, the one and only mother... Naughty word. Podcast. An extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Daizenshu EX. We cover anything and... Something. <laughs> Just something? Okay, everything. That's it. Everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of... Fun. Entertaining. What's another cool word? Excitement. Excitement. What else you got? Amazement. Mm-hmm. Amazement. Julian, what else do you have? Extortion. No, wait. <laughs> A little bit here and there. Hello to everyone out there. We are on episode 81, and we are kicking it old, new. Actually, it's kind of old school, because this is we're taking it back with the mangas here. I, I feel a little the middle mangas. school. Why is that? I graduated I from college already. I don't know. <laughs> Let's introduce the round table here, even though it's, well, there's two tables and two desks and an internet in between, and let's just go around. We have Julian in our ears in the distance coming to us from the magic of Skype. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 what's, what's up, dude? Oh, not too much. I finally found a summer job. Congratulations. Fantastic. Yay. Yay. We're excited, I, I guess, because you get money and then you buy stuff. Suits, mostly, probably. Are you painting fences? In a no. Suit? Oh. I'm going to be on a boat, giving tours. Cool. <laughs> That's cool, too. Yeah. What else is going on? Well, I mean, not too much. It's summer. You know, kind of relaxing. It's starting to get hot. All right. Well, let, oh, let's oh, keep oh. going. Over here to oh, my less than per- What? I just remembered something. <laughs> oh, okay. What? <laughs> something really awesome. Oh. In one piece, in the latest chapter. Yeah, yeah. Something that relates to something that you even know. Oh. And we don't know much, but, so hey. Yeah, right? I'm not at liberty to say anything more. <laughs> not at liberty? You can't get our hopes up like that. Well, ju- let's just say it involves a certain cetacean. Nothing more. All right, we'll leave it there. I'm going to move on. Over here to my less than proverbial right, who's this? That be Mary. That be the Mary. What's up? I am obsessed with One Piece again. Yes, you this are. This feels so good. Yeah. I can't believe how easy it was to get back into this show. And now we're, um, you know what? I don't know how long the Skypea arc is, so I can't say how far we are into it. But it's good stuff. Yeah. Well, how, how are you? I'm Elsewise? good. I'm good. I'm good. good. It's way too hot. And yet yeah. I was happy to be at work today because that's where the air conditioning was. Not for I. Mm, busted for you. You sexy man bought me a new video game this week. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I never wow. get presents. Well, when I go to the game store, I usually get things for myself. And this was kind oh. of for me as well. So I kind of co-opted this as a present for myself. I played it for 30 minutes last night. Oh, well, okay. You got me beat. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about video games later. <laughs> What, is that going to be a new segment? No, because it, it's kind of news is stuffish. We have more people. Jeff! Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm here. That's amazing. Yes. What's going on? Not too much. Hey, guess what? What's that? I have a guest. You have a guest. I, I have Our a guest. guest has a guest. Damn. This show is becoming huge. You're taking over, man. We're multiplying exponentially. With special guest star. Who do you got? I have my girlfriend here. <gasps> That's right. Aww. I actually can't see her the way I'm turned right now. <laughs> Hi, Joy. Hello. How are you? I am good. Fantastic. Yes. People have not met you. 
No. But now you're here. Yes. And you may show off from time to time with tamangas and yes. tagambits. <laughs> yes. Tagambi. Is that spelled T-E-H, Mike? Uh, yes. I don't know what you're talking about. And that sense. leaves me being the Mike, the Vegito EX. Hello to everyone's. And uh, we got Dragon Ball Podcast. Today is indeed, we put it off a week, but it's volume five of our manga review of... Awesomeness. Hells yeah. Uh, if you don't know, the first week of every month, except when we put it off a week, we go through the manga volume by volume. We are up to volume five now. We do a little review. We do a little analysis. And as I like to say, we have some perspectives on it. I have read the whole thing in English, and I look at the pretty pictures in Japanese. Mary has read the majority of stuff in English, but now we're up to a point where you actually haven't read the Red Ribbon arc. That's right. And then it's we all get, fresh and new. And then we get Julian, who has read it in English and Japanese, sort of, kind of. That is correct. Have you actually read it in both? Um, I've read at least part of this in Japanese when I was looking for something in particular. So, yeah. Gotcha. Sure. Cool stuff. And then we have Jeff and now Joy, mm-hmm. who yes. have never actually read the manga before, and they're reading through it with us for the first time ever. Yeah, me it- once a month, and Joy doing a whole cram session. <laughs> yes. That's probably a better way to read it. It is. It's very enjoyable. Good stuff. So that's going to be our topic this week. But before we get to the topic, we got some stuff to go over. And uh, the stuff is Haru Kanaru Densetsu, or... Hi, this is Eris from EV Games, calling to let you know that Dragon Ball Z, Harakanaru Densetsu, should be arriving Wednesday afternoon. If you have any game traded towards the purchase price, be sure to bring them. If you have any questions, please call your reservation store. Thank you. Goodbye. End of message. Oh <laughs> was that Heteratitsu? What the hell was that? Harakanaru. <laughs> Harry Canary. <laughs> I Harry Carey? I made damn sure on Wednesday not to answer my phone when EB called so I would have that saved. Because you just knew before and they'd find some way to butcher that. I don't answer my cell phone when I'm at work unless it's someone I know and it's an emergency. And I've gotten that call before. And I've looked up the number afterwards to see what it was, and I've seen it was EB. And I kind of know about when in the day they dial me to see, or to say when I have a game coming in. So I knew it was coming. I pre-ordered it. I knew it would be funny, because there's no way they were going to get it properly. And so right. there you have it. That's been my, like, catchphrase of the week. Hannah Kandaroo. I just walk around going, Hannah Kandaroo. And, uh, yeah. So I've played two levels into the game. I played one level in Japanese when the game first came out. And amazingly enough, I did better in Japanese than I did actually reading it in English. I'm not surprised. I don't, know, I don't know. Because I figured the English version might have so many, you know, dub phrases and, and stuff that it it's might throw you off. It's got the Well, of course it's got to say hiffle. You can't say hell. Uh, should have some nice chicken soup if it has the hiffles. <laughs> <laughs> And that's pretty much all the stuff I have right now. We'll do a full review on the game in the near future when I uh, play through the whole thing. I'm going to try to get Mary to play this one. I'll try. I think you'll enjoy it more than the fighting game. I'll probably enjoy it more than the kitties on the internet. Mike told me he was seeing on forums all the kitties are like, there's no fighting. I hate this game. It sucks. Exactly. There's reading involved. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
basic reading ability is needed to fully enjoy this game. There you have it, folks. That's, there you have it. That's the box for you. Is that the review? <laughs> yeah, that's the review. Because we live in the United States of America. Hells yeah. Man, I gotta read to play this game? Shit. Uh, that's it for the stuff. Let's move on to the news. The only one little bits of news I have this week. This is going to appeal to the dub fans, and this is going to appeal to the merry. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I should hope that there's other people out there that like this guy other than me. This is a clip that actually Kyle Hebert, is that how you pronounce his last name? Hebert. Ah, well. Oh, oh, oh. It's like French. <laughs> like Monsieur Labrie. Yeah, like me. <laughs> Mmm, the cheese. <laughs> like French? the cheese. What is this French you speak of? Anyway, so he put up this clip on YouTube. It was from the Animazement Convention. Oh, dear. And this was, it looked like a joint panel between Mary. Who did oh, I was I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, sweet. You probably wish you were. Yeah. Me too. Mary, who was present at this panel? Well, there was the Japanese voice actor for Trunks, Takeshi Kusao. Yes. And the chick whose name I don't know. <laughs> the Funimation voice actress for Goten. Is her name Kara Edwards? I don't think know. so. Does that sound right? That sure. Right. <laughs> She's a great gal. She's my best friend. <laughs> anyway, so these two were on the panel, and they stood up in the front and, via voice, performed the fusion dance. <gasps> And it was awesome. Mary, you were saying you didn't even realize who it was. Yeah, I kept asking you, what, what is this? Who is this? Obviously, it's a panel, but who is that guy? And who's that lady? And what's going on? And um, I was actually kind of shocked. I mean, neither of us would know Kara Edwards from any other chippy on the street. Right, and I wouldn't know Takashi Kusao's speaking, regular natural speaking voice. I, see, I actually recognize what he looks like, and I'm shocked you didn't. I have a little picture of him on my website, but it's probably like from the early 90s or so, so he probably looks really young. Right. So I was kind of surprised to see him aged a bit. But when that voice came out... I was like, oh my god, how can that man produce a Chibi Trunks voice? Yeah. He's all like raspy and cute. Like, oh, memories. Of course, we'll throw in a little clip here, and uh, it's very interesting to hear. We'll link to it, too. Yes. It was like a bridging of cultures through dance. It was. She seemed very excited. She yeah, was she like, was all. She was all like, I want to do it. I want to do the fusion dance. Cool shiz. And uh, that seems to be the news for the week. We are heading into volume five here. Five out of the forty-two awesomeness. Wow. Yeah, this is going to be chapters forty-nine through sixty. Julian, if you were reading along in the Kanzenban, the re-released manga in Japan, what is this spanning for you, good sir? Yes, uh, it is part way into volume four, starting with the fifth chapter in and ending with the first chapter of volume five. Interesting. And uh, for those of you following along with the Viz version, obviously it's volume five. Here in studio, it sounds so professional, we've got the Viz volume and we have the original Japanese Tonkabone floating around as well. So uh, shall we get into it? What we'll do first is just kind of breeze through the chapters, say what goes on, and then we'll go around and see who has what to say about stuff. So let's start it off with chapter 49. It's a continuation almost directly from the previous chapter, and we have Goku versus Jackie Chun. We are in the final fight 
of the 21st Budokai Tenkaichi. <clears throat> I mean, the Tenkaichi Budokai. Julian, why don't you take it from here? What's going on with these two? What the hell are they doing? <clears throat> okay, when we last left our battle, Goku was fighting against Jackie Chun when he imitated a mad dog because he screwed up his kanji. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> By speaking. And then he kicked Jackie Chun into a wall. So we pick up right just after that. And Goku, strangely enough, starts acting like a monkey to go along with the tail. He ends up kind of annoying Muten... Well, it's no secret that he's Muten Roshi <laughs> at this point, but right. um, people people seem to be pretty stupid anyway. Uh, but anyway, moving on. So that seems to work until uh, Jackie Chun counterattacks with a lullaby. I love the shot of Goku drooling here. <laughs> he calls it the Yoiko Min Ken, or the uh, Good Child Nighty Night Fist. <laughs> <laughs> which the um, the announcer doesn't think is really legal, but uh, he goes along with it and starts the count off. Bulma saves him with uh, the shout of dinner time, and he wakes up. <laughs> right. But he's, he's disappointed that there's no dinner. <clears throat> so uh, Goku uses his John Ken against Jackie Chun, but can't find an opening until he realizes that, um, sneakily enough, if he throws a rock or a fist while shouting paper, he can get in a hit. And so he does. And that's the end of the chapter. Now, going into chapter 50 here, Jackie decides he's got to use a new technique. He didn't want to use it, but he's got to use it. Julian, what is the name of this technique? That is the Bangkoku Bikuri Show. Uh, literally the Worldwide Surprise Palms. Like I know palms. the word Bikuri from what? Hedchala? Or we got like everything. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a pretty pretty common word. You know, right. ah, Bikuri star. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. But apparently this is a pun, because at least at some point in Japan, there was a television show called the Bangkoku Bikuri Show. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. I like that. Uh, this attack, it's basically one of those kind of zap him and hold him up in the air kind of things. And he mentioned something about having used this on Son Gohan before. That's enough to catch Goku's attention. Right. Oh, yes. He's trying to break out of it, but he really can't do a whole hell of a lot, and everyone's screaming for him to, you know, do something, you're gonna, ah, and Jackie's like, you're gonna die, you're gonna die, say like, say I give up, say I give up. <laughs> and and so he at first he, like, you know, sticks his tongue out and stuff, but finally he's like, I give, and then he looks up in the sky and there's the full moon. Now this is kind of convenient, but maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that later. We'll just go with the facts here. Goku looks up in the sky, it's a full moon, and aw shit. Hell is about to break loose. Moving on into chapter 51 here. Goku is Ozaru, up in the sky. And he kind of very easily shakes his fists kind of thing. And he just mm. z zaps the zap, so to speak, and breaks right out of it. And yep. smacks down onto the ground and starts... Uh, Destroying uh, ripping, everything. Ripping the Budokai apart. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and everybody's running for their lives until, cleverly enough, Jackie Chun uses his max power Kamehameha to... Destroy the moon. Now, at the time, it looks like he's blowing Goku in the face. Not point-blank range, but, like, right at him there. And mm -hmm. uh, everyone thinks that he's killed Goku. Oh my god, you killed him. Well, especially because after the dust clears, so to speak, he's nowhere to be found. Right, there's no giant monkey anywhere. It's a pretty quick chapter, actually. We're moving on into 52 here. Uh, they're looking yeah. around, and there's a naked Goku laying on the ground with his tail. Yep. Alas, the moon is gone. Yes, but there's another full moon. <laughs> oh, Julian. I don't know, you see a little bit more of the winky than you do the back end here. <laughs> yeah, but you get that too. <laughs> so Goku, he's ready to fight. He just jumps right back in the ring there. 
<laughs> but they're, but they, yeah, people giggle at him, and so finally they decide that he needs clothes. So uh, Kuridin exchanges clothes with him and puts back on his monk's clothes. Right. Uh, and then they restart the battle. Unfortunately, both of them seem to have used up their key, um, mostly. Yeah, Goku Jackie has... tries to fire, but nothing really comes out. And Goku's able to unleash a little bit. But not much. Yeah, and Jackie... Enough to get him up into the air. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, Jackie is, I guess, kind of kicked off into the distance a little bit here. And it looks like he's standing on the ground outside the ring. But oh no, I love this. This was really clever. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you would say the camera pans over to where you can actually see him. And his left foot is stuck and into edit. the side of the ring. Kind of I mean, hard you, to describe. If you think about it, it kind of disobeys the you know laws of motion because <laughs> exactly. in order How to get it embedded get in the wall, you'd have to first bounce off of something else in order for it to go into the wall instead of just kicking back against it. Although I suppose if the way he went out, if he kicked against the other wall with a flat foot, he would have been able to stick himself into the wall like that. I, I don't know. Somehow it's, it's we a, got over there. It's a comic book. Exactly. Just repeat to yourself, it's just a manga. It's I should really just ball. relax. There are lizard people and dinosaurs and bears with swords. Knives and swords. And swords. And pilaf with a knife. That's not in the manga. <laughs> so the chapter closes with them heading towards each other with all their strength. So we're on into 53 here, and uh, basically they kick each other in the face. Basically, yeah. <laughs> and fall back to opposite ends of the ring, and they're struggling to get up. And uh, the announcer actually gets up to 10 here in the count. Mm-hmm. And very and they're interesting. they're still both down. Julian, what is the, uh, I guess, the official rule here if both are out, so to speak? Yes. Uh, the rule is they need to first stand up and um, say, You ne, which is like, I won, dude, or like, yeah, I won. What does uh, it say in the viz? It says something what? really interesting for the, in the viz. I believe they it also says, have to uh, say it while smiling. Yeah, they have to get up and smile, and they have to... Oh, they say, I did so win! That's what they say. That, that, that's pretty good, actually. Uh, the, uh, what they actually said, Shikashi, tenkai ichibu budokai hikiwake wa arimasen. That is, there are no ties at the tenkai ichibu budokai. Kono bai wa saki ni tachi agari. So, yep, you have to say it while smiling and stand up. And Goku is actually seemingly the first one to stand up and smile a little bit here. And he's about to get it out, but he kind of collapses with a smile still on his face. (laughs) (laughs) And that gives Jackie enough of a chance to get up there and claim victory. With action lines behind him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so suddenly he got a lot more energy at the last minute there. And uh, the chapter concludes with Goku sort of waking back up and realizing he lost, and the audience is quite excited to have the end of the fight. Yep, but Goku isn't uh, put off by it. In fact, he wants to fight again when he gets stronger. <laughs> so moving on to chapter 54, we have Jackie Chun being announced as the winner in the center of the ring, and he gets his money, and he's very happy to get his money. <laughs> Takes off and uh, congratulates Goku. Goku and Kududin, and he's off because, as we know, he's actually Kamisenin, and he needs to go like change back into normal. And greet them. <laughs> <laughs> and say, yeah, yeah, I saw your fight. Yeah, exactly. I saw everything. Mm-hmm. So, and he uh, gives them a little uh, motivational speech. So uh, he's back off behind the bushes, in the bushes, ripping the wig off of his head and putting his uh, coat and hat back on. And, of course, everyone is already sort of gathered together back outside and wondering where he is. And he kind of comes off from the distance. And Boma's saying, oh, where have you been? 
Ah, uh, I was in the bathroom. Yeah, that's where I was just now. Don't worry about it. Let's talk about something else. And yeah. so Cuckoo and Kudadin are wondering if they saw the fight, and he's reassuring them. Of course I did. Of course I did. You did great. It was awesome. Let's go eat. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> and as it turns out, Goku has quite the appetite. Yeah, he's uh, eating up a storm here, and uh, he wants more and more and more food. He eats the store out of food. And he eats Kamehsenin out of his prize money. I actually kind of want to point something sick out here yeah. that I just noticed. Um, there's a, a dead pig sitting on the table, and Oolong is right there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else yeah. see that? <laughs> yes, I do see that here. Mary. So look at the top panel there, and then look at the panel below it. <laughs> For if you just look at the top, you're like, oh no, they killed Ulong. <laughs> it's like they finally did it. We were wondering if it was going to happen. Finally, got pissed off enough. Uh, Goku eats, and he wants food. He says something. Uh, the translation in the Viz manga is Goku says something like, uh, "Oh, that's okay, you know." Take things in moderation, and that's enough uh, to do the face fault thing. Yeah, well, he's, he's told that, uh, uh, unfortunately, they don't have any more ingredients for food. And he responds, Ma, ika, harachi bume, na. I need to look up that, but I'm, it's a four kanji proverb that I'm pretty sure translates to something like all uh, things in moderate. Uh, yep, uh, eating moderately. Or being moderate and eating. So it's the joke is that he's still not full. And so uh, I guess they finally leave the restaurant here and they're all uh, driving off discussing what the plans are. And Jeff, this actually gets back to something you've mentioned many times in the podcast. It's uh, time to get the Dragon Balls again. Indeed. Well, actually, Goku only wants his grandfather. Yeah, he only wants the one. But uh, as we'll learn later on, that actually involves the rest of the Dragon Balls anyways. But uh, they're offering Goku a ride. Where's everyone going to go? Goku doesn't really need a ride. He's got Kintoun. He's just going to fly off and do it right now. Because why not? The sooner he gets it, the sooner he has it. And the sooner his adventure yeah. is over. You know, my question is, though. Yes. Uh, you know, they're driving away from the Budokai and they run out of gas. Uh-huh. Uh, at first you think that maybe it's a huge problem, but then you realize they're still on the island, so... <laughs> really, they don't have that far to go anyway, but yeah, it, it, it's still, you know, they don't have any money for gas. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically, everyone's waving goodbye, and Goku is off, and that's the end of that chapter. Moving on yep. to chapter 55, this is the official start of the Red Ribbon Army arc. Okay, so Goku's been sleeping on Kintoun, but then he wakes up, and he's... Pretty close to the next Dragon Ball. And meanwhile, there's these other guys that kind of come out of this capsule building and are looking around. And they have um, Colonel Silver, who's, you know, telling them about um, getting back to looking for the Dragon Balls. So they're looking around, and then this kid just kind of comes up, walks over, and pulls it out of the bushes. Like, who are you, kid? <laughs> <laughs> and like, don't get in our way. But they shoot at him, and he easily knocks them out and, you know, takes the Dragon Ball and goes away. Uh, meanwhile... Colonel Silver rushes out and, you know, fires a rocket at them, at him and <laughs> manages to destroy, apparently, Kintoun, which gets Goku off of his um, cloud. But, unfortunately, Goku easily bests uh, Colonel Silver with his tail. Yeah. So then he goes, he goes away, uh, he looks around inside and finds capsules. So the first one he tries is a robot, uh, but he needs... Uh, oh, the, the classic exchange here is... Um, uh, the robot says, um, what do you want? And he's like, uh, I need to go over there. And he's like, you should go then. <laughs> no, but he's like, no, I need to go a long way. So he's like, uh, try the number three capsule. And he pops it open, and it's this airplane with uh, skids on the bottom. And so the robot says he'll fly it for him. And 
then they fly off. I've and determined then ju- that this robot is my favorite character in the manga. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so deadpan, you know? <laughs> exactly. Now, I should say, we're actually into chapter um, 56 here already. Oh, yes. And uh, they're, they're flying off, and uh, we get a little bit introduced to the top of the Red Ribbon Army with uh, Red himself. Yes, and his adjutant, Black. Yes, yes um, he is Black. <laughs> well, that's his name, too. Uh, Toriyama and his lack of political correctness, <laughs> caring at all, I guess you can say. Lack of cleverness and puns. I don't know. <laughs> right. And uh, they are astonished to hear that a kid has gotten the Dragon Ball and taken out Silver, and what's going on here? And this basically all just leads up to the joke of Red is short. Basically, yeah. Stop standing next to me. <laughs> <laughs> and so Goku, at this time, is still flying off in the plane. And uh, what's the problem with the robot, Julian? Why can't he stop and, like, land and do stuff He's here? frozen. <laughs> the robot's frozen. He can't do anything. I love it. I think that was probably my favorite part of the whole volume here. Mm-hmm. So the plane crashes. Goku <laughs> dies in the plane crash, so to speak. <laughs> Except he's not dead. He's just really, really cold. (laughs) His teeth are chattering, and he's just kind of lying in the snow. So all of a sudden, this little girl runs up and kind of pulls him off by his feet. Drags him away. Yep. So we're into chapter 57 here, and this is uh, the tower that we're seeing for the first Mm. time. Pretty pages of full color, yay. Yeah, not for us. That's all right. Mm. General White has purple hair. (laughs) He's got uh, gray hair. (laughs) Julian, what's going on here with White and uh, the girl and the family? What's up? Uh, so um, White learns that the kid who had the Dragon Ball, uh, the Dragon Ball and the Dragon Radar, has uh, landed somewhere nearby. And meanwhile, the girl gets to her house and brings in Goku, who wakes up next to a fire. So it turns out the that uh, Goku's in a place called Jingle Village, um, and the girl and her, uh, her family get to know each other. And then Goku discovers that. The headman or the mayor of the town is locked up in Muscle Tower, and etc. And he kind of tells them about the Dragon Balls, and that's you know what the Red Ribbon is forcing the villagers to look for. But then uh, some Red Ribbon flunkies burst in, and uh, Goku beats him up. So after that, he runs out to go to Muscle Tower, but he comes back because he's really cold. <laughs> so I love after- this uh, outfit of Goku here. So he changes into something else. And then runs off. He's got his little hat and his little coat and his arms are off to the side. And it's oh so cute. So he pretty much storms the tower here. Pretty much, yeah. And he's like, and they're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But but he um, deflects all the bullets with his yoibo and beats a bunch of them up and then pole vaults. On, onto the tower. So we're into chapter 58 now. We're moving along pretty fast. Goku yep. is ready to uh, take on yep. the tower, so to speak. The first room he chooses is the officer's lounge, and he beats all them up. <laughs> no problem. Yep. They got guns, they got knives, they got swords, they've got uh, food and coats and stuff. Yeah. No problem, though. Like, but we see a couple, uh, well, I guess we only see one new person. No, we see a couple new people here, including my favorite member of the Red Ribbon Army. I'm sure it's a lot of people's favorite member of the Red Ribbon Army. Murasaki. Yes. Like, the only real major nod to Japan that's given. In the entire manga. <laughs> like, a ninja. Oh, hey. But we don't... And, of course, he's a complete fool. Well, yeah, but we don't know this just yet. For now, he's just kind of standing off to the side with white hair watching on the, I guess you would say, the security camera. What's going on? Who's the next person Goku runs into here? He runs into, uh, let's see, Gunso is Sergeant. Sergeant Metallic. Now, Julian, why do they call him Full Metal Jacket in the Viz <laughs> version? 
Well, you see, there's this movie that came out in the U.S. <laughs> called Full Metal Jacket, and it's about Vietnam, and it's got Arlie Ermey in it. It's I don't know. It's a decent movie, but I don't know. They're stretching it a bit. It was unnecessary. Oh, so he's, he's this guy is... I was going to say, this guy is Vincent D'Onofrio then. I don't know. He reminds me more of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Pretty much. So he's actually Sergeant Metallic. <laughs> and, uh, and the, the first name... word he actually says to Goku is, Welcome, in English. He's, uh, we're going to learn Metallic, quite literally. But uh, they're fighting, they're fighting. Goku's getting in a couple hits, but it's not doing a whole lot. Even though he falls down, he gets right back up and, I guess... It's almost a bear hug kind of attack. He grabs Goku, who's going to squeeze the shit out of him, but Goku manages to break loose and uh, lands his kick and sends him flying up against the wall. So he gets so, right uh, back up? Yep. We're in the chapter 59 here, getting very close to the end of the uh, volume here. And uh, more attacks. Goku's getting smacked around. He gets smacked up into the wall. He's about to get stepped on, but Goku jumps back up onto his feet and in a very quick motion um, hits his head up against Metallic's chin. And Goku's like, ow, 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 ow. And yeah. uh, at the same time, Murasaki and White are watching and quite impressed. But in the next move, Metallic gets up and he opens his mouth really big and he fires a rocket out of it. <laughs> so um, Goku dodges, but uh, everybody concentrates on the hole in the wall made by the rocket, so they think that he's dead. Only he makes a face and Goku ends up firing a Kamehameha at Metallic's head. <laughs> and at this point, he thinks, oh man, I took off his head. This is uh, a number in front of him. And then he noticed that he still moved. And um, he fires his fist at Goku. <laughs> and then he continues on the attack. So he's like, okay, time to time for me to get back at him. Uh, but then Metallic just sort of stops moving. And they realize that his battery died. <laughs> <laughs> kind of convenient win here for Goku. Goku's like, huh, well, I guess it's time to move on. So uh, now we get to definitely the highlight of this volume for me anyways and that is Goku on the next floor coming up against Murasaki what do they call him in the Viz version here do they call purple. him purple that, that's an accurate translation yeah but they call him Sergeant the, Major Purple the, considering the very um, Japanese bent of the thing uh, I, I just leave it as Murasaki right. and yeah um, let's see what is it what is his rank in Japanese again oh Socho which is something like Master Sergeant Sergeant Major yeah Sergeant Major is the Viz one so that works it, it, it doesn't match up completely but that works gotcha so, uh, Kunai just kind of fly out of the sky down at Goku, who dodges him and says, Where are you? Where are you? And, uh, more stuff flies out of the sky. Goku's dodging one of those ninja stars down there. Shuriken, as you would call them. Yep. And what does and Goku do? He looks very carefully, then takes a rock and throws it. <laughs> and <laughs> it succeeds in knocking Murasaki out of the tree. I love it. It doesn't take much. And, uh, what's the next thing he does here? Does he throw a rock back at him? Well, he throws a... A smoke bomb and runs away. And but Goku finds him very easily because he's hiding behind an American flag. <laughs> but he, yeah. he he didn't mean to do that. He, he meant to do it the other way around. Right, where it looks like a tree. I was like, oh yeah, that's very convincing. But <laughs> so so then he he makes him count to thirty. <laughs> he makes Goku count to thirty. And he does because he's Goku. <laughs> Only he gets stuck at eighteen, and he's like. It comes after 18. <laughs> and so he, he catches Murasaki um, trying to hide under a fake rock. He's like, oh, yes, very convincing. So he explains to him what comes after that. So he makes Goku finish counting to 30. And then when Goku turns around, it's not there, but he hears something. He walks up to this pond, and there's this little um, bamboo thing sticking up. And the next page is a little cross-section, and you see Murasaki sitting underwater. 
breathing through this bamboo straw. So Goku, being Goku, goes into the little house that's next door, takes out a steaming kettle, and pours the water down the bamboo straw. (laughs) (laughs) I have no response for this. It's amazing. (laughs) So Murasaki kind of jumps up out of the water uh, with his mouth on fire. And he uh, he runs off. All right, if I can't do it with hiding, I'm going to beat him in speed. I'm going to run off. And Goku is uh, fast. Yeah. And what's the next attack if uh, he's right behind him? Caltrops. And what does Goku do? It's not a pair of getta. <laughs> what does he get Those, these? Uh, these tooth wooden sandals that you see um, in Japan. They're, I don't know. I, I find them incredibly hard to walk on because you're not connected to the ground very much. No. But uh, I don't know. You see old folks walking around with them like it's nothing. I'm like, dude, you're going to fall down and hurt your <laughs> hip. <laughs> old. <laughs> you're old and fragile. Put on sneakers. <laughs> But, uh, but Goku no, catches this up. This is the traditional Japanese way. You can't have that. <laughs> Goku catches up to him. And, uh, is that it? That's it. Uh, basically, uh, it's continued in the next chapter, uh, where, um, once again, Murasaki decides to stand his ground. But where you uh, don't have that chapter. Oh, oh, that's right. Because that's <laughs> continued in volume six. That's right. So that's volume five. Here, Mary, I will hand you the volume because I'm sick of holding it. So let's go around and see what we have to say about this volume. Um, who do I want to start with? I'm going to start with Jeff because he's making hand motions at me. Actually, I think probably what we should do, since we kind of did this when we started the manga review in general, mm-hmm. was, you know, talk about everyone's bent. Well, we haven't really got Joy's perspective yet. And I just look at her and she's like, why'd you just mention me? Yeah, single me out, why don't you? Speak to us. Now, you've read one through five now. Yes. You are all caught up and you kind of did it in somewhat of a binge here. I did. Always healthy to do with Dragon Ball. Yes, it was fun. What have you thought thus far? It's very entertaining. I mean, it makes me want to watch the anime. I only watched like the first couple, first episodes kind of of DBZ and I kind of got interested and then I got disinterested, but just from reading the manga, it's really, you know, caught my attention and it's just very entertaining. What's your favorite part of it so far? Like, what aspect do you like the most? I just think that, you know, the little puns, it's just, it's very enlightening and definitely keeps your interest into every chapter with something more and more hilarious happening throughout. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of comedy in this early stuff. That's for sure. Actually, um, what's, uh, like, what, well, let me ask, what's your favorite anime? Favorite anima. anime. Anime? Favorite anime. <laughs> no, not anima. Anime. <laughs> oh, no. There's only one of those. <laughs> um, I have several. So um, the one that I first started out with was Sailor Moon. Ah, I was yes. very much a fan of that. I have the first several seasons. So you're definitely DVD. used to like ongoing seasons. Yes, kind of thing. very, very much. It definitely comes in handy with this one. <laughs> a lot of fighting sequences and all that stuff, and you're like, okay, okay, uh, go The on formula's familiar to you. <laughs> mm. Especially through the TV series. Yes. Well, about this volume in particular, what did you like about Volume 5 the most? It was very fast-paced. A little bit more fast-paced than all the others, I think. I don't know. Uh, just basically, you know, it's ending the last story arc and basically just boom right yeah it jumps right into one. it mm-hmm. yeah Jeff, what did you think about the pacing of this one compared to what we've read previously? It's interesting she brings up a good point that goes right into it, because I think every time you go from one arc to another, there's some kind of filler Mm -hmm. that lasts for, like, maybe three chapters. There's always that in the TV series. They always extend that and get you really, like you said, transitioned between the things. Yeah, and it gives you... 
Yeah, exactly. Because you know I mean? like they they're kind of designed to give you more of like an environment, mm -hmm. whereas here it just goes right into the next thing. Julian, what do you have to say? Well, I mean. If you look at One Piece, for example, the author takes the opportunity in between arcs to sort of give a bigger picture about what else is going on in the world besides just right. Straw Hats. So what ends up happening is you usually end up going back to Shanks and see what he's up to. But Mary. Yes, sir. You've never read this volume before. That's right. So it was a surprise. As a Dragon Ball fan of 10 plus years, coming to this for the first time, what do you think? It felt more like familiar territory. Yeah. Once the fight ended and going into a new arc. Although I kind of wish there was a bit more of a transition between the two because it, it just seemed like, okay, now I'm off for an adventure by myself. Screw mm -hmm. you guys. But that's always been kind of Goku's nature. And it's been Toriyama's nature up until this point. Oh, yeah. And he's not quite the master storyteller at this point yet. Mm. Also consider the fact that, you know, this is like just after the point where it was revealed that, you know, Dragon Ball would have an anime coming up. So at this right. point, you know, Dragon Ball is still establishing itself and, you know, maybe he can't really afford to take too much time off from, you know, a plot. That's true. Let yeah. Toei take care of that stuff. Right. And I think at this point they already realize that the action is kind of what's selling it. I mean, it did start off as a, a gag. Yeah, the, the Japanese love that aspect of it. But it was when it turned into the fighting, get that stuff going, that it really started to take off. Mm -hmm. and I don't know. I, I kind of need to see where the Red Ribbon arc is going. Because I liked where it was going at first. And for me, it kind of slowed down around um, the metallic fight. Mm -hmm. But it picked right back up with uh, Murasaki. I'm sorry, what was his name? Murasaki. Murasaki. I like, like him. The, like the girl that uh, Genji raises to be his wife in this tale of Genji. But let's not speak of him and his... his uh, Mary, how much did you read of Tale of Kenji? None. And you want to know what I got in that class? I know what you got in that class. Didn't you do better than me? Yes. <laughs> I aced it. <laughs> The, the, the plot of the tale of Genji is that Genji is this... He sleeps uh, with his wife, he sleeps with his mom, he sleeps with his sister. Well, no, not, not his mom, his, his stepmother. <laughs> he, he sleeps with everyone, though, let's face it. I mean, <laughs> How are you relating this to Dragon Ball? I failed to see the connection. Because of the girl Murasaki. Um, well, she's not actually called that in the story, but it's the name that's applied to her by modern scholars of the work. Gotcha. I thought you were relating to the origin of Goku for the Julian, let's I take just, it over uh, to you then. Yeah. Without the tale of Genji. Okay. So As, uh, I guess we would say, a scholar of the Dragon Ball manga. That's what we'll call Julian. What'd you think? Well, it was right about this point that I really got into the Dragon Ball manga, too, when Viz was bringing it over. Okay. So I got on board right around the time where it was revealed that um, Goku had his private censored, um, <laughs> because previously it was uncut in the uh, the uh, manga form. So th this is right around the time that I started getting into it, and I really got into it very quickly in both the um, regular and uh, Z incarnations, because of course Viz was releasing both sides of the story at the same time. You know, you know let's just one long story in Japan. Let's Japanese. break right there. For long times, entire web fans of Dragon Ball that may remember you, this is when you first appeared on our scene. Oh, yes, that, that lovely petition that I made when I was in, oh, God, it must have been ninth or 10th grade. Give us a brief recap. What'd you do? Oh, I wrote an online petition. And, <laughs> you uh, and everyone and their mom. Yes, but it was very well written. Yes, that's true. And it, it requested that there be a separate uncut version for the manga, and it got the attention of his. Oddly enough, I can't imagine that happening now. No, it was definitely it easier back then. Lot, but yeah. So Did you I write it in twelve different languages? No, just English. I didn't know Japanese back then. I knew a tiny, tiny bit, but nothing like now. I mean, I could barely read all the kana. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, those were the days. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> 
so yeah, I even had my name mentioned in the back of uh, one of the one of the monthly comics releases. I should say that too. Back uh, yeah. then, it was released in monthly comics. Right. Uh, American Shonen Jump was still years away, and yeah, that was different. Like, hey, I'm not really famous, but people could see my name in print. That's right. Well, let's talk about the story itself. Mm-hmm. Thoughts. You really got oh, into it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I mean, what I really liked was the fact that the mix of action and humor, mm-hmm. because keep in mind, at this point, I hadn't seen the Dragon Ball anime, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cute. That's very different feel from DBZ. And I'm like, oh, nifty. And, and then I got very right into the Red Ribbon arc from there. So that was, you know, kind of picking up and having it feel at once sort of very familiar, even though I hadn't seen it before. And so, I don't know, I just really in, enjoyed the mix of humor and action that uh, Toriyama had at the very beginning. The only thing I want to interject here is that whenever I go to read, I guess you would say the original Dragon Ball manga, even though the entire manga is just called Dragon Ball, I always think to myself, uh, I didn't really enjoy the Red Ribbon arc. But then when I actually sit and read it, I remember that I enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't know what it is about it. I'm not a mech person, and they always associate mech with the Red Ribbon Army arc. You know what? I agree with that. Because I know I had that same problem, and yet I know the arc's not totally filled with mechs, no, so I don't know why I got that impression. I think it's on the fourth and... Dragon Ball movie, the, the anniversary one. That's true. We should probably bring that in. Um, the 10th anniversary movie, Dragon Ball Movie 4, or whatever you want to call it. It's quasi-based on intros to the characters, minus Kududin, and then the Red yep. Ribbon Army arc. Yeah, all squished together with some character redesigns and GT uniform Goku. And, and way too big of a Kamehameha at the end. And Bulma with purple hair. Yay. Are you saying that they didn't do the Red Ribbon arc in anime form until the movie? No, no they no, did. No, no, no. Dragon Ball Movie 4, it was actually the 10th anniversary of Dragon Ball as a whole. Mm. Or was it? Oh, was the, the anime. The anime, right. Uh, the movie that they put out was yet another one of those retelling stories. Uh... And it combined, I guess you would say, two story arcs. Where it's the intro and then the Red Ribbon Army arc. Mm. That kind of thing. And I guess the way it's condensed, and we should even say that even Dragon Ball Movie 3 is almost a Red Ribbon Army arc retelling. It's got Metallic in it. It's got, um... Who's at the beginning? The one that kills... The blonde with, guy. With, 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 I forget the, his the, name. The thing. Was that Silver? I no. Who's no. the gay one? In the movie. He hasn't appeared yet. Uh, blue. Blue, that's it. I couldn't remember the color. Right, he's not in the manga yet. I just ruined it for Jeff and Joy, but that's all right. Uh. Forget what I said, but they're in there. So it seems like Red Ribbon pops up a little bit in, I guess you would say, Japanese fandom. and He certainly kind of stuff. pops up later in um, storytelling, you know, in the Z era stuff. Yes, it does. That's uh, very important to point out. And uh, Jeff, how much do you know? About their involvement in Z? Absolutely nothing. Good. We'll get to that in a couple years. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what else I can say. Does anyone have any other comments on it? We mean, we've been introduced a whole new story arc, a whole new set of characters, even though they're kind of offed one by one. I definitely do. Yes, I definitely do. Um... I guess it's a little bit of a criticism. I hate to say it. Okay. Um, I'm fine with it. Criticize Dragon Ball all you want. It deserves it. Okay. I think at this point, I didn't like this one as much as any of the other volumes. I agree. Which is kind of saying something because it's Mm -hmm. like, wow, five volumes into, and now we've hit something of a low point. But that's unfair because I think the Red Ribbon arc uh, hasn't been properly settled. Like, we only just but, started it. Yeah, because there was no transition. It kind of felt rushed to just mm-hmm. go into this whole new arc. I think, I, I mean, I totally agree with Mary on this one. There should have been some kind of pause mm-hmm. you know, before going right into this one because 
the Tenkaichi Budokai final uh, finale was just so engrossing and mm-hmm. uh, you know just incredibly tiring that like the one chapter they use to just space out the two stories is just not enough. And yeah. so they go right into this other thing. And it's just like, I did not take enough meds to prepare for that sort of thing, you know? I agree with you 100% on that. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, it was, of course, you know, uh, a great read. It just felt like there was just something missing, and they just went right into the whole new thing. Maybe it's volume five and that exact reaction that gives me the impression when I, before I go to read it again, that, oh, I didn't like the Red Ribbon Army arc. That, that probably is why. This volume might do it to me. It was just improperly introduced. I mean, I, I'm sure it's going to be great to look back on and be like, wow, that's a really good arc. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like a joke would fail if you don't have the proper setup. I want to talk more about the fight. Okay. We've been talking a lot about the Red That's Ribbon true. arc stuff, but we didn't really talk about the fight. It had a lot of good gags. It did. The whole way of ending the fight, it was almost a cop-out, but because it was so exactly. funny, it's forgivable. I got a smile. <laughs> and Goku smiling was just so cute. I kept, I think I was just staring at that page because I was like, oh, Goku looks so cute with that dopey grin. And we actually <laughs> have some things that are going to end up having some repercussions here. We have Goku with his tail back. His no moon. Head, his tail was not cut off, but now there's no moon. And the moon is going to come into effect. Is that next tournament? 22nd Budokai. Alright, so stay tuned for that in the near future. Keep that in the back of your head. Jeff, remember, there's no moon. Okay, there's no moon. We don't get to that for a while, though. Say it again I mean, with not, me. Not at this rate. There's there, no moon. <laughs> there is no moon. There you go. Uh, Mary, what else do you have to say about that fight? What about the uh, techniques? What do you think? Oh, man. I think they're all funny, if only um, a little generic on Roshi's part. Mm-hmm. Like the lightning attack. Gotcha. And, but I guess, you know, for this early on, you don't see much in the way of key attacks, so I guess I can see why that would be impressive. But I like uh, the one that Goku uses to open up the volume, the monkey. Oh, yeah. The monkey attack, that's fun. I really don't like, I only realized this just now, I really don't like it when Goku goes Ozaru. I don't like it as a plot device. Oh, that, that's what I wanted to talk about. It was so convenient. All, oh, here's oh, one. Let's do this again. I mean, as a whole, I don't like that form. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think it's cool they later go on and explain once we learn what Goku is. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. But early on, it's like, eh, I think just it's plot device and an excuse to go smash. It's smash. definitely more interesting in Z than it is here. Yeah, I could think of some, like, enraged fanboy pulling out a lunar calendar just to make sure that the full moon was actually going to happen at that moment. Jeff, <laughs> every time there's a full moon, either Mary or I comment on it. What? <laughs> I do not. Do I? Do I say something without knowing it? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm such a fangirl. That is what it's like to be a fangirl. Drunk we, without the alcohol. We don't schedule it ahead of time. That's a great comparison. <laughs> Any other closing comments? Jeff and Joy, two questions. Where do you think it's going to go? And then two, where would you like it to go from here? What do you think? Uh, <laughs> it could go anywhere, actually. Um, I really don't know. I mean, It's hard to say. It's hard, very hard to say. I mean, uh, in a short-term, like in a short-term view, it could be that, uh, well, of course, Red Ribbon's going to continue from here. Mm-hmm. And continued Dragon Ball search, right? Right. Other than that... You don't know a whole lot about the Red Ribbon Army at this point. Yeah, I just know he's there, they're in there fighting. Right. All right. Mary, you haven't read it, so you... I mean, I, you know how it ends. You've seen the movie. I do. I, I don't even know if I remember how it ends. So what do you think? Um, right now he's at the part where he's going up to different levels and fighting different bad guys at every level, and that seems kind of standard shonen storytelling. So I'd like to see it veer from that 
Mm-hmm. If it keeps going in this direction, I'm going to get you know a little bit tired of it. So I'm hoping it's just not you know find a different guy at a different level for the duration of this arc. Yes, that's it. I was hope I'm I'm hoping that there's some kind of a break somewhere because mm-hmm. uh, that that was one of the things I liked about this volume was him in the hut with the family, you know, mm. the girl and the mother. I thought that was really cool and like sort of more of that because just going from fighting to more fighting to more fighting, it gets very tiring. I think what we're saying is that none of us are twelve and we can actually deal when there are people not fighting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Julian, closing thoughts on the volume. Volume 5? Yep. Pretty cool. Volume 5 is a pretty cool volume. <laughs> yep. Alright, let's wrap it up there. Check us back next month. What's next month? July? We're going to try and have volume 6 ready to go, and then you can come to the convention and yell at us about what you thought of the volume <laughs> and how we're totally wrong. So that's going to wrap up the topic. We're going to take it on over into Mary and her top 5 list. That's right. Mary? Yes, Mike? You do have a top five list for us this week. That I do. We're kind of going a little flip-flopping every other week or so. We've got a top five list. It's more like a random. It's very true. What is your top five list this week? Because I forget. This is top five surprise attacks. Good stuffage. I like this one. You got to do pictures for us, right? You know what? It might be another late week. (laughs) This is going to be a very packed weekend. Mary, let's just get right on into it. What is your number five surprise attack in the show? All right, this is when uh, Tao Pai Pai has returned, and he's all mechified. Yes. That's right, he's a cyborg, and he busts out a knife arm. Yes! The, the knife, I, it just pops <laughs> out! It just comes right out of his arm! Kill you! Kill you now with sharp objects. And uh, this it's... is where the trademark scar comes from. Oh, yes, on Tenshinhan. Poor guy. Mm, Tenshinhan bare chest. Uh, let's move Good on, stuff. then. stuff. Number stuff. four surprise attack. <laughs> We have Vegeta attacking Cell. Now, what is the context of this attack? Okay, the context is that Cell is fighting Gohan and kind of by extension Goku. Yeah, it's uh, it's that uh, final one-handed The big, big Kamehameha. Kamehameha. Right. You know, big one versus little one. They keep switching off, so these two are locked in a struggle of size. And then... Out of the sky, out of the blue, giant blue ball smacks in the cell. Right, and no one was expecting this, especially from this guy, because it was Vegeta helping out, swallowing his pride. And it was like a little distraction that gave Gohan enough time to be yelled at by his father. Right. <laughs> like, you're not trying hard enough, bitch. Do it! Let it go! And that's when the big yell comes out, and uh, I guess you could say the tables are turned. And Right, so Vegeta's little surprise was enough to throw Cell off and distract him. Yep. Which is pretty useful. I like it. Number three. Okay, three. I'm a bit biased. Trunks appearing on the cliff after Frieza and King Cold think that he's dead. This always bugged me. Trunks yells out, Frieza! I, it would have been better if he just, you know, he's on the cliff, and then bam, he's down, he slices Frieza in half. But still, despite yelling his name, Frieza's still pretty darn surprised, and he's frozen stiff enough to get sliced in half, and then little itty-bitty pieces and blown yep. up. He wouldn't make a good action movie if he just slashed him. But it's still a surprise. It is. More or less. Yeah, well, I mean, Frieza gets slashed open with that surprise look on his face. <laughs> He's still pretty stunned. Such a great shot. The war. Mary, that was number three? Mm-hmm. So what's number two? Number two is uh, another cell-based one, but um, the reason why this one's on this list is because it's from a character you wouldn't expect to do anything. Okay. Number 16. Yes. He 
he shows up behind Cell and he squeezes him. And he goes to go boom. And he does go boom, but not in the way that he intended to go boom. But he's still on boom. And, um, Cell is shocked. Now, the whole deal here is that 16, since he's a pure robot, Jinzo Ningen, he has no key for Cell to sense. So he's able to just kind of do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
This is mostly curiosity as battle scarred badass Mirai Mirai Badass Mirai Gohan uh, happens to be my favorite variation on my favorite character. Not that I love cute little Gohan or this is why you should not beat up small children, Siam and Gohan, but <laughs> heck. Anyway, you've heard it all before, you'll hear it again. Awesome job, all of you. You guys are the first podcast I've ever listened to, and I enjoy it. I just got back into the show after being seduced by Yu Yu Hakusho and Ruroni Kenshin for a few years. Ooh, now there's a threesome. And I remember you guys from when I was in the fandom before. But I didn't start listening semi-regularly until I noticed Mary's top five list archive. I figured, hey, creator of the T.O.T. has to be absolutely hilarious, right? You didn't disappoint. Although I do wish I'd started listening earlier, as I didn't see your comments on the Season 1 box set until after I'd bought the sucker, on sale no less, last time I checked in with DP Fandom, those episodes were edited to HIF. I mean, hell, and back, and to snap them up at once on sale pretty cheap was just too much for me to resist. So I guess it's really me that's the sucker. But in an effort to make myself feel better, I'm going to say it's not a total loss. By the time I returned to the last disc to its ugly orange box, I was a huge Masako Nozawa fan. I'd heard bits and pieces of her as Guiman. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> Guilman in Digimon Tamers. So I knew she could do cute, but her young Gohan instantly reminded me of everything I'd loved about my favorite character. Furthermore, I find myself much more partial to Vegeta now, something I never was before, and a lot of that is how he sounds like an actual person to me now. Heck, I even like Raditz, though it, that's mostly my inner Kuwabara Shingeru Chiba fan talking, I admit. Anyway, I apologize for sending such a novel. Thanks. Lots of stuff to cover in this email, but I loved every little bit and piece of it. First question, future Gohan, in a video game, in any capacity. Wasn't he in sagas? That's what I was going to bring up. I believe he's in sagas. I don't think you actually play as him. Do you Do you fight alongside him for a little bit? I played sagas for 20 minutes and I realized it blew, so I haven't touched it I played since. a lot further than you did and I got up to the trunk stage. I'm pretty sure for a little bit you fight his trunks and Gohan's there with you. You do a little training or something and you're oh, off oh. by yourself. Yes. Is that the one where trunks has the rain impacting inside of his head? Yes. <laughs> Oh, wow. I'm really bad. I don't know if he, he's an alternate outfit in any of the Budokai games. Is he? No. I was going to look up to see if um, Gohan from this time period was in Legends or Idainaru Doragonboru Densets, but he's not in there. So the Gohan we're talking about here is Gohan as he appears in the second DBC TV special from Trunks' timeline with a missing arm at a certain point. However... And a scar. All we can think of is sagas, and I know that Shin Budokai Another Road, Shin Budokai 2, is based on, like, an all-new Trunk storyline. And I'm pretty sure that this Gohan is in there. But he only has... Well, I shouldn't say he only has... He has both arms. So, it's not the one-armed Gohan. I have this urge to watch the Trunks TV special now. Well, stop. All this talk about future Gohan. I, why did people clamor for this version of Gohan? What is He's it? He's hot! What is it about him? She says it in the email. Battle scarred badass. There. I guess that sums it up. With one arm. Better (laughs) hairdo. With one arm. He's got good hair. You like the hair better than... And I like his outfit. I don't know, he's just muscular. You like the outfit. It's the same outfit as later in the series. (laughs) I know. Well, hmm. He looks good then, too. He's all butch. Anyway. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Remembering us from long before and coming back to us now. And Mary, you just bring in the fans. We don't do anything. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't have any 
visitors anymore. But that's okay. I just want to keep my site up. But people remember you. Yeah, for that reason alone, that's why I want to keep the site up because it, it has fun, wacky memories. Season oh, box right. set. I'm sorry you picked up that season box set, and that's why everyone should listen to us. Hang <laughs> on to every word we say. Yes, Andrew. <laughs> but uh, I am so glad to hear that by the time you were done with it, the thing that really got me was seeing Vegeta as a whole new character. I can totally see that. I can That's totally really see cool. That. If you're a dub fan and all you know is the grunting from years and years, you come to Ryo Horikawa and it, it's a person. There's there's someone behind there. Well, now most people listen to that and they, they go, oh, what a pussy. He's a wimp. I, to- uh, I totally don't think He has a higher voice. And it's not a high voice. It's a deep voice. No, he's the reason why I think everyone talks like they're constipated. It's always that Vegeta from the dub that it's, people are it's always, always talking. Well, that and the dump Kamehameha that was made... You know, famous from season three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hold on. <sighs> oh, shit, hold on. All right, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So, oh man. So yeah, people are always making the references. You know, Dragon Ball sounds like oh god, hold on. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> I'm seeing stars. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> and now Mary's dropping stuff, and the bookcase is falling over, and, and there's a unicorn, and what, what is going on here? What is wrong with all of you people? I don't understand. I, I can't deal with this anymore. Vegeta, awesome. Ryo Horikawa, Awesome. Shigeru Chiba fan. Yeah. Hells yeah. I like him too. I do too. Mm. He's a buggy. Yeah, you told me that the other day. I was like, what? Raditz (laughs) is buggy? How does that work? Indeed. Uh, I really don't know what else to say. I just really enjoyed this email a whole lot. Thanks for sending it in. And uh, I think that's all we're going to do for emails this week because we're running a little long at this point. So let's uh, move it on to where you send emails. That's important. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you have anything at all you want to tell us or say to us or ask us about this here show you're listening to right now, you send it on over to podcast at DiceyX.com. Mary, how do you spell podcast? P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That is oh so true. Then the little at. At. And then uh, I'm going to ask Jeff, how do you spell DiceyX.com? Well, my personal opinion, I spell it D-A-I-Z-E-X. <laughs> You're learning. Let's move it on to the end of the show here. This has been episode 81. We trek Whoa. onwards into the dragon world. Uh, anyone have any closing things you want to say? We've been working on a lot of stuff here lately. Mary, yeah. you and I are gearing up for the Anime Next AMV contest, which we run. Yep. Deadline's tomorrow. <laughs> yes. They're pouring I need to, in. I need to finish out my... Um, Your entry for the my, contest? Uh, no, my project that's uh, kind of related to the site that I've been meaning to finish for a while. Yeah, and you I also have a separate both. project. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> and our bazillion projects. Um, we got panel stuff confirmed. We're definitely doing a panel Anime Next now, so you're definitely going to want to check that out. A DBZ panel. It's a Dragon Ball panel. Well, we're doing an AMV panel as well. Jeff, you're going to be in the AMV panel. Yes, I will. So you'll be at the con in that capacity. We should talk about it. 
We should. We should. Actually, Peter's going to be here tomorrow, so you and us can talk about stuff tonight, and we can relate things to him tomorrow. That doesn't involve Dragon Ball people, unless they want to learn about AMVs. If they're YouTube fans. That's true. So come learn about AMVs at the con. You want to come to the Dragon Ball panel. We, the Daisenshu EX staff, will be doing a panel of extraordinary proportions with things you may obtain and keep for your own. So look forward to that. It's about a month off at this point. The excitement grows from deep within my loins. <laughs> Julian! Yeah? Uh, we'll go to you last. Jeff! <laughs> Jeff and Joy. Hi. Too many J's. God damn it. We got J and J and M and M. We have three J's and two M's. This is uh, frightening. You two are uh, pretty cool people. Thank you. Thank you. You're going to be here for the manga reviews of the awesomenesses from here on out. And other video game related stuff you happen to invite us over for, yes. Hells yeah. Uh, What can people see you and do and interact and enjoy and refreshing times? Uh, Well, I'm actually, I guess I've officially introduced myself on your forum now. You have. By saying how my icon didn't work, but now it works. Fantastic. It's good. Uh, yeah, my and my portfolio website is www.jhgfd.com if you want to check out all the geeky stuff that I do and don't update. Nice. Joy. Yes. You got anything? I do have a webpage. I haven't updated in, like, centuries, though. Is it uh, <laughs> suitable for viewing from yes. frightening people of all types and shapes and I kinds? I would say it is. I it's think so. It's basically a generic... Uh, HTML project that I made into my own website. Oh, cool. Uh, have a, one little page of anime on it, but it's not very big and encompassing. It's GeoCities Ray First Child 2002. Yeah, fill in the blanks. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Let's go over here to the Mary. Hello. You come to us from the Temple O Trunks. That's right. And the chair over here. And the I do on. occupy this chair. We'll and I do it well. We'll switch chairs because you're doing some stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm having way too much fun thing at doing... a certain con and a certain contest. And it's going to wake not... some people up. Yeah. yeah, hopefully. You know it. I might scare some babies. And old people. <laughs> Great. I'm going to be responsible for giving people heart attacks. No, last year during the AMV contest, some lady came over from Artist Alley and said, Turn that stuff down! Oh, I remember that. Pissed <laughs> like, me off. We're the, we're the main events. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Anywho. Mary. Yeah. Sight. Address. Yeah, Temple Trunks. Earl. Anyway, it's www.templeotrunks.com. Go check it out. Maybe I'll update there for you, you nice people. I do. I got to update a link from a friend in her fabulous Tin Shinhan site. All right. I got to do that. Look forward to that. I actually should put it up, too. Julian. Yes. You're the man, man. Yes, I am. So what's up? Like, with what? With me? With, like, the site, and you can come find us. And Oh, yeah, yeah. The site can be found at D-A-I-E-Z-E-X.com. There you go. Go, that's the dies entry of the E to the X. So come check us out over there. We have all sorts of stuff. What do we have? We have lyrics. We have a transformation guide. We have lots of unfinished sections that Julie and I should get to eventually at some point in time. I know a certain other site out there starts with a K and ends with an Unzentai. <laughs> they are falling into the same trap of, oh shit, there's a lot of stuff to do. And they're like, ah, you know what? When we get to it, we'll get to it. So that's cool. 
Uh, go check him out. Comes in high school. So uh, check out Dice Edge Chewy X, and that's awesome. And that's episode 81. So check us back with 82 next week. Until then, for Joy, for Jeff, for Mary, for Julian, for Tara, for Tyler, <laughs> for these bazillions of Anime Next entry forms on the desk in front of me that, contrary to popular belief, are in some sort of organized fashion. I am Mike Labrie. Vegito EX, and I have become what I've always hated. Daizenshu EX Podcast. Konjumo kiete kudasatte arigatou gozaimasu. Jikai wo tanejimi ni.